Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. In this episode, I want to talk about how we can fight against procrastination. Get ready to get some stuff done because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big change. episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas and in this episode I want to talk about procrastination. More specifically, I want to talk about an article I recently read on the topic of procrastination. It's titled How to Make Yourself Do It When You Just Don't Want To. It's written by Heidi Grant Halverson who has a PhD. Uh, It's on the topic, The Science of Success, and it was published on Psychology Today back on February 24th, 2014. So you guys know one of my first loves is research and, and articles written by people who actually know what they're talking about, whereas I don't really know what I'm talking about. They do, and I love that stuff. And so when I found this article, it immediately clicked with me because I've been pretty bad with procrastination lately. Uh, call it burnout or whatever you want. I, there are just so many things that I need to get done. And for whatever reason, it's very difficult to get myself to do them, or at least it has been recently. So I was reading through the article and it's fascinating because they have three main reasons that we put things off. And what I love about this article is it actually then goes to suggest solutions for those reasons. And so what I wanted to do in this episode is just list the reason, list the solution, and then share my own experience with those things. Because as I was reading, I realized I resonate with so much of this. All right, so here we go. Reason number one for not doing the things we know we should do or putting them off. You are putting something off because you are afraid you will screw it up. How real does that sound? 
How much can you relate with that? I think we all struggle with this first one. I mean, I am a chronic overthinker. I will sit and plot and plan and come up with a million different ideas and thoughts around something before taking action on it. And I bet you're probably a little bit like that too. And really what it comes down to is it's not that we need to have every single detail planned out. It's not that we need things to be perfect. It's that we are afraid we will screw it up. And so we try to over plan. We try to over prepare. Now, in certain cases, over preparing can be a very good thing. But to a point. And and that's ultimately what it comes down to is over-preparing is only useful to a point, even in the most extreme scenarios. And so the article goes on to talk about this fear and uh, she brings up a point called promotion focus. It's something psychologists uh, talk about when they discuss this particular fear. And I guess research shows that when we are viewing something that we're trying to do, we tend to have the mindset of this will improve my life in X way. You know, we view it as I want to do this thing because it could potentially lead to this other thing that moves my life forward. For example, I want to go to the gym because it could potentially lead to me having a six pack. I want to write a book because it could potentially lead to me getting published. I want to do X because Y. And this promotion-focused mindset is a good thing, except it causes a lot of anxiety and a lot of doubt. And those two feelings, according to the author, can undermine that promotion motivation and absolutely kill your drive and your focus because we put the end result up on a pedestal. And so all of a sudden, the thing that we're so excited about potentially being able to do, it gets too important to us. And so the thought of losing our chance at that cripples us and and we put it off. And so the solution that she recommends is switching to something called a prevention focus. And I know that I've done this uh, almost subconsciously, but essentially what you're doing, instead of viewing uh, yourself doing this thing because it could lead to this other thing, instead, you're going to view yourself doing this thing so that you don't lose what you already have. It's a very subtle shift, but I think it's one that we should be looking at making more often. Think about it. If you are already in decent shape, going to the gym is a way of preventing yourself from losing the work that you've already put in. And that doesn't have as much anxiety because it's controllable. You know, with the promotion focus, you can't fully control whether or not doing a good job on that report your boss offered is going to lead to a promotion. You can't control if if that will lead to a raise. You can't control if going to the gym seven days a week will actually result in looking like your favorite supermodel. What you can do is work to not lose what you've already gained. That's totally controllable. You know that if you have a job you love and you do a good job on the thing that your boss just asked you for, that you're not going to lose your job. You know that if you are making X amount of dollars on the side and you continue to put in the work, 
you're not going to lose that income. So taking that subtle shift is one of those things that I think can help us to remove the anxiety, remove the doubt, remove the fear and, and push us just a little bit closer to actually sitting down and doing it. So let's jump into reason number two. You are putting something off because you don't feel like doing it. Now, this is such an interesting one because it's one of those things that it just happens. You know, we can't really just decide against this happening. Some days you're just not going to feel like doing the things you know you need to do. Some days you're not going to be in the right place. Some days you're mentally going to be drained. Some days are just going to be one of those days. But the solution here, and, and this is something I've done, this is something I'm sure you've done in the past, and this is what the author suggests, is to ignore those feelings. Because as any of us listening to this show knows, you can't wait until you feel great in order to do something. You can't wait until the opportunity is perfect in order to do something. You can't wait until you are 100% ready before you do something. You know, if you're putting off going to the gym, you can't wait until you feel perfectly ready to go to the gym. You just have to go and do something small and slowly build up. So this is one of those difficult ones because it's a completely emotional block. You know, it's not a logical thing. We can't will ourselves into feeling like it. What we can do is realize that today's one of those days and still push through it anyway. So let's jump into the final reason that she highlights for why we don't do the things we know we need to do. That reason is you are putting something off because it's hard, boring, or otherwise unpleasant. Now this is, this is the kicker right here. Because think about it. How many times have you procrastinated on something because it seems like such a big job or because it seems like something that's maybe not that important because it doesn't directly push you forward? How many times have you skipped stretching at the gym because it's not as fun as lifting weights? How many times have you skipped having one tiny healthy meal, a snack of nuts or something because you don't feel like that one small thing is going to change the rest of your life. This is such a big reason because not only is it true on a direct level, we can also trick ourselves into falling for this reason. And what I mean by that is, you know, I talked in a, a recent episode or maybe not recent, I guess we're in the hundreds now. This was probably around episode 30. Um, it's not very recent at all. Anyway, I talked in a past episode about this idea that the longer we take to do something, the more complex it seems. The longer we take to sit down and just start, the harder something seems. If you think about it when you were back in, in school, 
you know, I always had trouble getting started on a project, but the later and later that I would push it off, eventually a week would go by and then a week and a half would go by. And all of a sudden I'm running out of time and it seems like such a complex thing. It's so difficult. And so it becomes easier and easier to push it off until finally the last night is there. And I have no other choice but to put everything else aside and work on just this. And then unfortunately it gets half-assed. And we all do that in our regular lives as well. So we can trick ourselves into falling into this one. We can put things off for long enough that it seems harder or more boring or more unpleasant. And the solution here, and this is the recommended solution by the author of this article, is to use what she calls if-then planning. Now, what this means is you essentially set up a condition. If any of you are programmers out there, this is just like an if-then if statement or an if-else statement, rather. You just set up a condition. For example, if it is 12 noon, then I will do X. It's a very logical response. And don't get me wrong, I realize logic isn't always the best way to respond to uh, emotions, but I like the suggestion here. I think that this is potentially something that, that can help us. You know, if we set up certain rules around our life, certain logical uh, paths that we'll take, it makes the thought part easier. We don't have to put thought into it. it we just act on it. And once we can remove thought, all of a sudden, it's much easier to not apply our emotions to it. For example... If it is a weekday, then I am going to the gym. That is a condition that I've set up for myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't always follow it. Perfect example. I did not go to the gym today. I know I'm kind of kicking myself a little bit, but I'll make up for it tomorrow. On an average week, though, that is my condition. If it is a weekday, then I'm going to the gym. And that makes it very, very easy for me. Because I no longer have to wake up and ask myself the question, should I go to the gym today? All I have to do is look at the calendar. Is it Monday? Then I'm going to the gym. Is it Wednesday? Then I'm going to the gym. Is it Thursday? Then I'm going to the gym. Is it Sunday? Then I probably won't go to the gym. The, the goal here is to remove that emotion piece, to remove our own ability to trick ourselves into this reason by using a pure logic response, by setting up a condition ahead of time that we know we have to execute on. It's the same way that I've recently built the habit of waking up at 5 a.m. every morning. You know, I made it very clear to myself I was not going to go into it slowly. It wasn't a do it tomorrow and see how it feels type of thing. It was if it is Monday through Friday, I am waking up at 5 a.m. And I did that long enough to stick it as a habit. Now, that doesn't work for everybody. I want to make sure that disclaimer is placed. Not everyone is able to react to a logical statement that way. And in addition to that, Things aren't always going to be the perfect scenario for that to work. For example, I had a friend sleepover just the other day and he needed to use the living room to crash. So that is my workstation. And as a result, I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. And, and so 
sometimes things aren't perfect, but having these things in place help. And so that is the article. And don't worry, I'll make sure to link to it in the show notes and you can find those right in the podcasting app. You don't have to go back to any websites. If you just if you're in the iOS app, the iTunes podcast app, all you have to do is click the or touch the little uh, icon, the, the artwork, and it'll flip over and show you the artwork. I don't know how to do it in all the others. I know many listeners are coming from Overcast and Stitcher and uh, Google Play and all the other things. Um, you know that much better than I do, but just know that wherever you find the description for the episodes, that's where you'll find the link to this article, as well as today's song. And I think it's something that's really helpful to me to just sort of shift how I view these things. And uh, some of the things I can do when I have days like today, for example, where I just keep pushing things off and the clock keeps ticking and it seems harder and harder to jump in. So I hope this has been helpful and I want to take a moment to invite you to join us in our private Facebook group. There is some incredible conversation in there. It is, for lack of a better word, popping and I would just love to have you there. You know, I want to be able to put a face to every single one of the listeners of this show. You guys are my oxygen. You are the reason that I'm able to keep going, the reason that I'm able to keep doing this And I want to know who you are. I want to know what's important to you. And I want to know what I can do to help you better. And the way that I can do that is if you join me in the Facebook group. To find that, go to facebook.com and search Tiny Leaps. Or go to my personal website at gregclunas.com and click the community tab. I hope to see you in the group. It would be amazing. There's such a big community there now. We're all trying to support each other. We're all trying to do amazing things and we all want you to be a part of it. So join us. And until the next episode, which will be tomorrow, because I'm going to start doing weekends again, or I'm going to try to. Forgive me if I fail, but I'm going to try to. I want to remind you that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day.